Hello and welcome to another episode of the Calm Collective Podcast. I am so grateful that you're here. I want to know if any of you have watched the Netflix docu-series called Surviving Death. Wow. If you have, you're probably just as speechless as I am. It was so eye-opening and such a magical experience. Um, And it's something that I could deeply relate to. And I took so much away from it. So I'm not sure if anyone has listened to episode six, where I share my own personal experience with hypnosis and having a very real experience with seeing my dad after he died. It was incredible. And much of what they talk about in more so the first several episodes I was fortunate enough to experience myself. I'm going to link that episode in the show notes below in case it piques any of your interest. I had um, also had Rebecca Rosen on the show, who has been on Oprah, Dr. Oz, and the like, sharing her gifts with the world. She is so deeply connected. And right in the middle of the episode with her, she brought forward my dad unintentionally. And I say unintentionally because it was such a specific memory that she pinpointed that I had not shared, I had not shown photos of prior. And so for skeptics out there, which by the way, I think being skeptical is healthy, but for anyone who's maybe sort of rolling their eyes and saying, yeah, but you talk about grief and loss all the time. Of course she knew that you lost your dad. Sure, that is probably true. Um, But it's in the details. It's in those really small, intricate moments that mediums and intuitives can pinpoint for us that really gives that validation. Um, That was also such an incredible experience. And that was episode 10. I'll link that as well in case any of you are curious to hear how that all went down. So before we dive in to today's episode, some small housekeeping and updates that I'm really excited to share with you. So over time, since I started The Calm Collective and have been super open about my experience with grief and loss, as well as anxiety and overwhelm, questions and comments have trickled in from others sharing their own experiences and just curiosity around healing and coping um, have come up time and time again. And Honestly, I just find no greater joy than supporting others who are aching and who are seeking that inner peace and a flow within their lives. And recently, I made the jump to just really invest my time and energy into supporting others in a more intimate way. Um, so you're probably wondering what that means, and that's a fair question. So First is an intimate support service, which is called Wizio, um, W-I-S-I-O. It's a really lovely platform that allows you to submit any of your questions, your pain points, anything you're seeking advice around when it comes to grief, anxiety, and overwhelm. Um, You can ask me those questions directly, and it goes straight to my email. And within two days through this platform, I will reply to you with a personalized video response. So you can find that at wizio.com slash Cassandra Eldridge. 
That's W-I-S-I-O dot com forward slash Cassandra Eldridge. And that link will, of course, be in the show notes. And it's also available on the homepage of my website as well. The second option for additional support is through my one-on-one coaching program, which just went live yesterday. And this is something that I did in the past and found real purpose through helping people on such an intimate level. If you'd like to apply for the program and find out more, you can visit thecalmcollective.com forward slash coaching. I'll only be offering limited spots um, at a time to ensure that I'm really conserving my energy for each client. So if that feels good to you, you can scroll down to the show notes. All of that will be listed below. Um, Yeah, so just check them out if this is speaking to you. It's really such an honor and a privilege to be able to hold space for you as you move through the ebbs and flows of life. So honestly, here whenever you may need it. Um, Lastly, I have a membership. This also went live earlier this week, and this is some really exciting news because it's a space where for just $10 a month, I create exclusive content just for you, the member. All of the content is 100% ad-free and revolves solely around grief, mindfulness, anxiety, and overwhelm. And just to be clear here, grief isn't just the loss of a death or a loss relating to death, excuse me. Um, It also relies heavily on the loss that comes from breakups, the loss of a career, the severing of a life path that you had thought out for yourself. And the list goes on. Grief is not just around tangible death of a life or an animal or a being of any kind. So um, I just want to make that super clear because if you are going through heartache or anything of the sort, hmm, support is so important. And um, I just want to make sure that you know that there is space for you there. So within the membership, you will receive access to private newsletters, additional bonus podcast episodes, um, guided meditations, and a recorded video chat once a month surrounding that month's theme. And as of this moment, the membership has a guided meditation for gentle grieving, one for overwhelm and anxiety, as well as a very personal post around my own experience with anxiety, as well as a bonus podcast episode where I share a premonition that I had Also, two PDF downloads, one around gentle grieving and nourishing ways to take care in your aching, and another centered around simple mindfulness practices just for you to have in your back pocket when anxiety and overwhelm strikes. So just to give you a feel what lives inside of that space, this will be added to each week. So there's a lot of exclusive content that lives here. And again, it's completely ad-free, no affiliate links, no endorsements, only personal experiences and support just to continue aiding in your healing journey. So if you'd like to sign up for that, you can do so by visiting patreon.com forward slash the Calm Collective. That's P A T R E O N dot com forward slash The Calm Collective. And again, that's just $10 a month, and you can cancel at any time with no hard feelings. So let's get right into today's show centered around COVID fatigue and how we can intentionally move through this incredibly difficult time here on Earth. 
what a time to be alive, (laughs) right? I wanted to record this episode for any and all of you moving through this thing we've coined, COVID fatigue, and I'll be the first to say that I'm right there with you. It's been such a complex time, so much to have been faced with head-on, and with little direction or knowledge about how to experience such a thing, a pandemic. 2020 was filled with so much trauma in every sense of the word, so much loss, whether it was your own or not. Collectively, we could and still can feel it as it's happening. So there's a lot of frustration, whether that's with our past president, the radical injustice swarming around us and really forcing us to take a long, hard look at our own selves in the mirror. There's so much fear in the unknown, the ever-changing. I suppose I don't (laughs) need to sit here and list it all out for you. We're living this life together, and as we move into this new paradigm, as we move into a time where we can't unsee what we've seen, we can't unknow what we now know to be true, We're sitting with the complete and utter exhaustion of all that we've endured and all that we know we still have ahead of us. I also, without shame, am going to point out the little things that I miss and crave as well, like going out to new restaurants and trying new food, sitting at a crowded bar, having a glass of wine and needing to lean in to hear my company, right? Because it's just too loud. I can't hear you. Hugging strangers upon meeting without being fearful. Taking deep breaths outside, not blocked by a mask, which, to be clear, I'm happy and proud to wear as a way to protect those around me. But I think we all miss the days before that guard was necessary. I miss going on dates. Jonathan and I, since we came together during COVID, haven't been on a real date. We talk about this often, that that makes us super sad to not have experienced the beginning of our relationship the way that we probably would have prior to the pandemic. On the flip side, though, something I try to remind myself of often is that we found such a deep sense of comfort and intimacy early on because we couldn't get out or be distracted by the noise of other people. We were at home bringing the dates to us. (laughs) No distractions, but still remembering being able to surprise your partner with a fun night out or going to see a movie, a concert. I miss those things. And while I don't intend to drown out the lack or focus on that, I think it's important to give voice to what it is we are struggling with, big or small. We're human beings with desires. And I just want to say here and now that you wanting a sense of normalcy, whatever that looks or feels like to you, doesn't make you bad or insensitive. It only makes you human. So now that I've gotten that piece off of my chest, thank you for hearing me. Let's move into how we can intentionally move through what's been called COVID fatigue. Since like I said, I myself have been struggling with it. I've been journaling and meditating on how I can really take care right now and start to heal and tend to these emotions that keep flaring up. And for me, it's a deep bout of depression that usually lasts for an entire day or just deep, deep sobs, which I think is healthy, but more on that in a bit. So first, let's talk about the difference between numbing and supporting. 
This has been something I've really had to look at head on because I was definitely in the arena with the 2 p.m. wine drinkers because we're on lockdown or my friends and I are having a Zoom call at one and we've dubbed it happy hour. I quickly started to notice that I was definitely numbing my discomfort and the unfilled hours in the day with something that would make time go by in a less obvious and more desirable way, right? When I had the self-awareness around the numbing agent or the excuses I was making for that 2 p.m. wine, I started to put something else in its place. So when I'd start to feel the pattern creeping up, I'd get outside for a walk. I would take a shower. I would work out or record a podcast or make some really good food. I'd find new ways to get creative and channel that energy of boredom into something more productive, something that made me feel good rather than quote unquote guilty. And hey, having a 2 p.m. glass of wine, there is nothing wrong with that in the slightest, not at all. But when you can feel the energy around it and that energy feels a bit murky, that's when you know. I talk often about getting to know and trusting your inner dialogue and this right here is it. Being able to decipher what's a numbing agent and what's actually supporting you or pure want and desire is the catalyst for being able to bring upon impactful change, even if it's small. So let's talk about some of the different avenues that you can take to shake up your COVID fatigue and live intentionally throughout your days without falling into numbing agents. We've gotten super comfortable with some of the habits we've picked up over the past 10 months since this all began here in the States, and that's understandable. I've said it before and I'll say it again. We're humans doing the best we can, and we're humans through and through. We form habits, some healthy, some not so much. But something I tell myself often, something I tell myself often is that just as we can create habits, we can rewrite them and restructure them. So let's jump into some ideas that have been helpful for me, and I hope more than anything that they're helpful for you as well. So first, you can start up by mixing up your morning and evening rituals. You all know how much I love a good ritual. It's what grounds me and has brought forth the most change within my own life. To give some ideas as to how you could shake up your morning rituals, let's start there with the morning. So before you get out of bed, before you check your phone, before you do anything, put in some headphones and listen to a guided meditation to start your day off with intention. Whether it's through the Insight Timer app or a guided meditation in my membership program, soaking ourselves up with healing and nourishing thoughts in a really lovely way is such a nourishing way to begin the day and to be prepared and grounded for whatever comes. You could start the day with a hot bath with some Epsom salts and my favorite everyday oil. Baths are often reserved for the evening after a long day, but I find them to be so, so amazing for the early mornings while I sip my coffee. So with Epsom salts, they help to relieve stress and anxiety, and they also tend to your muscles and just help to loosen things up. A lot of times when we are overwhelmed um, or in a bout with anxiety, our muscles are consistently contracting without us even being fully aware. 
So these Epsom salts are really, really lovely to soak into. And as far as the everyday oil, that's not sponsored. You guys just know I am just really obsessed with this product. It's the best scent on the planet. A couple of pumps into your water and your skin will be baby smooth. Uh, you could also read a chapter from an uplifting book, a book that makes you feel good. It doesn't have to be necessarily around self-help, right, or um, anything having to do with research or integration. So, for instance, right now I'm reading and rereading Tuesdays with Maury by Mitch Album. If you have not read this book yet, I cannot encourage it enough. It's one of the most beautiful books I've ever come across and a tangible quick read. Another option is The Soul of Awakening by Mark Nepo. This is another favorite, which has a daily entry. So this is perfect for you if you like to do things on a daily schedule. I'll link both of these for you in the show notes. So no need to pause and look it up in this moment. I have got you covered. So how about how you could shake up your evening rituals? Um, You could go for a walk after you eat dinner. Even if it's cold and the air hits your teeth, I encourage you to still do this. I've been going on evening walks for the past few months, and it's one of the best ways to process my day, move stagnant energy that's lingering around, and to fill my lungs with fresh air. Um, Having some sort of stretching routine. So while this is usually recommended to do in the morning after a long night's sleep, also very good, I've been really loving stretching my body right before bed. It untangles me from the day, it loosens up my muscles, requires me to breathe deep, and really sets me up for a good night's sleep. Something else that's been really helpful um, that I recommend is starting your wind down an hour or so before bed. I used to have this like 20 minute rhythm before I'd go to sleep, but I've since bumped it up by an hour and it's dramatically helped my stress levels and sleep patterns. So around 8 p.m., sometimes 9 p.m., I'll start by lighting Copal, my favorite incense. I will take a hot shower and I intentionally let it hit the back of my neck and I have like a visual of all the stress and the anxiety and just like the baggage from the day just melting off of me with the water. Then I follow by lathering myself in everyday oil. I do my skincare routine with intention And what that means is that I basically just move super slow through this process and really absorb what I'm putting onto my skin. It makes it so much more relaxing, almost like you're getting a facial. I will light unscented candles, turn off all of the lights, and make some kava tea. And sometimes I'll eat a CBD gummy if that feels good to me. Um, Then I'll either just lay on the floor and read, free journal, meditate, Or I'll watch a show that makes me laugh, something like Friends or Curb Your Enthusiasm. Those have been two shows that I've been rewatching that really just make me sort of not numb out, but, you know, just get in touch with that playful side. And um, as we all know, it sounds so cliche, but laughter really is some of the best medicine. So it's a really lovely way to unwind from the day. The next thing is to try getting fancy, even if you're alone. This I love. It's like we're in this crazy, crazy time where things feel less special right now, right? Things are starting to feel mundane. And I've been trying to get dressed every day and not just get dressed, but wear clothes that 
make me feel excited and jewelry that makes me feel excited. Um, I've been playing around with my makeup when I choose to wear it. Um, I've been using really good, like good dishware that's been passed down to me from my parents and my grandparents. Drinking water in a wine glass, you get the gist. Just get fancy. Also, (laughs) kind of going back to the numbing agent piece um, from the beginning, but being intentional with alcohol. So it's all about that self-awareness and inner dialogue familiarity that I talked about. And it has nothing to do with shaming yourself. Just be point blank. Are you numbing? Check in with yourself and you'll know. I promise. I really think that the more intentional we are with numbing, whether it's alcohol, whether it's marijuana, whatever, just getting really, really self-aware um, and making sure that we are leaving space to to really feel out our process and not just push it under the rug with these numbing agents. You could also start something new, anything, a piece of art, a new book, a journal ritual, a podcast, a YouTube channel, cooking your way through a cookbook, watching a show that makes you happy, like friends, like I mentioned above. Um, I've recently been like flirting with the idea of trying to learn to paint I don't know where this came from, but I'm just sort of in this routine that I I really, really love, you know, with work and um, content creation and what have you. But there's part of me that wants to see if I can create through another medium as well. So that's something that I'm thinking about trying. We will see. Also, a social media audit. What does that mean exactly? So a social media audit could be where you do a clean out of sorts. You take note of what is making you expand, what is making you contract, right? So what that feels like, you you know what that feels like. When you see something or hear something, does your chest tighten, right? That's contraction. If you expand, it's like this airy feeling in your lungs, right? Or a tingling sensation in your body. That's expansion. So just taking note of what is feeling good within social media and what is not. And take a freaking break if you need one. I've been on there less and less and that space has really brought forth so much creativity on the outskirts. Our lives are not defined by social media and how much we show up. I think there has been such a stigma around um, success And that your success is measured by how much you are present on social media. I really encourage you to check out my friend, Caitlin Smith. She's been on the podcast a couple of times. Um, Her handle is um, Caitlin Curiosity. Sorry, I blanked there for a second. And she has a really beautiful membership called Curiosity Social. And it's all about intentional entrepreneurship and teaching you how to build your business without feeling like you always have to show up. Very interesting stuff. I highly, highly recommend it. Okay, next, you could revamp your sleep. And this is something that I really want to invest in. I'm I've created like a separate, this is nerdy, but created a separate savings account um, just for my bedroom and that sanctuary and really making it feel as nourishing as possible. So 
new bed frame, something that's comfortable. Right now I have a metal one, and when I sit up to read, it's not the best. Um, new sheets. I would love to get some eucalyptus sheets. And um, even something as like shifting your bedtime, you know, playing around with that and seeing what feels really good. Next, you can try meditation. So while I know meditation can be a turnoff for some, I get it. <laughs> I really do encourage you to do some digging and find one that works for you. They're not all the same and it isn't a one size fits all process. For instance, meditation where I sit in silence just is not for me. I prefer guided meditations um, with some direction, a theme of some sort, and calming music. You can try the two that I currently offer, one focusing on the grieving experience and another focusing on overwhelm and see how that lands for you. Both of those are available when you join the monthly membership. Um, You can also do a self-check-in every day. For myself personally, I find that, excuse me, I find that when I'm hitting that point of, I can't take this anymore, it's often due to unspoken or unattended to emotions that are bottling up. So whether you say them out loud to no one, whether you send me a a message through Wizio where I respond with a personalized video response, whether you talk to your therapist or write them down in a journal. Naming your emotions and discomforts is one of the quickest ways to release the stagnation and to get that bubbling energy out of your body. Also, take space if you need it. A lot of the overwhelm has come from being so available to our friends, family, and our careers, right? Majority of us are at home. So when someone asks if we can join a Zoom chat, it's expected that we're free. Physically, yeah. Emotionally, not always. Give yourself that space and that time off from connection if you feel that it's starting to compromise your well-being and energy levels. Consistent connection is not healthy. Everything in moderation. So listen to your inner dialogue when invitations arise. And if you struggle with people-pleasing and saying no, I highly encourage you to listen to episode 96 with Johanna Bogart around releasing yourself from the pressure to please. I'll link that for you in the show notes below as well. Lastly, find ways to support your local community. It sounds strange, but putting the intention into ordering out from local restaurants, buying necessities from the local market, or opting to shop for gifts, whether it's for yourself or for others from local shops, gives a really lovely hit of endorphins. Plus, it's a really beautiful energy exchange with your money, which I'm trying to be much more conscious about these days. So I hope that helps. I think that was about 10 different ways we can channel our COVID fatigue into intentional flow throughout our days. I say it all the time. I'm going to say it again right here. You are not in any of this alone. Your experience may look different than others, than mine, than your partners, than your families. And this isn't a one-size-fits-all experience. We are all navigating and hanging on the best way we know how. And That's why through community and conversation and naming our needs and frustrations, we give each other the permission to be met exactly where we are, to share things that have been supporting us in hopes that it helps another person. I'm so grateful that you're here supporting this show, supporting me, supporting yourself. 
if you feel called, please feel free to leave a quick rating and review and to subscribe to this podcast. This just ensures that you never miss an episode. And by leaving some love, you are helping this podcast to land in the laps of those who need it. So grateful for you. And I'll see you back here next week.